Welcome to the Vocal Sanctuary Podcast, where singing is your birthright. This is a sacred space to transform your pain into art, to harness the potential of your creative energy, and experience the benefits of singing as pleasure. I'm your host, Laura Rose, and I'm delighted to bring you wisdom from guest interviews with high-level creatives who dare to shine bright. Thank you for tuning in. I am just delighted, so delighted to be here with Ananda Yogaji. Mm, it's a pleasure, honor, truly. So Ananda, I would love to begin with the question that I'll be asking all of our featured speakers. And that is, what does it mean to you to, to live, to embody, to have an unleashed voice? Oh, an unleashed voice, right? <laughs> you know, it's, it's really a, a, a profound sense of empowerment. It's a sense of, of a connection to your heart and soul and being able to be just fully expressive in that. And, you know, one thing that I teach in my, you know, mentorship programs or my classes with people, it's like, the more we have awareness around our voice and where our voice is coming from, the more we can access and support different levels of voice. So I, a lot of times I talked about these four different voices that I, I tune into and it's like the head voice and then you have a throat voice and you have a chest voice and you have a navel voice. Quick example, mm. head voice. Oh. Neck. Ah, chest. Ah, navel. Ah, ah, right. So that's like navel's more like almost like gospel opera. That's where you like get the full power, full range, and then you have the chest. It's more of like a full expression. And then neck and head are typically like kind of softer and sweeter. And what I also have been noticing throughout my time working with people is that there's this, there's a correlation between uh, a speaking singing voice and a singing singing voice. Mm. And so a lot of people want to sing or are just kind of programmed because they use your speaking voice. So they think, okay, well, I'm just going to use my speaking voice to sing. And what I've discovered more and more is that actually we have to tap into our singing voice and our singing voice may be very different sounding and feeling than our speaking voice. And there's almost always, well, always that I've experienced that there is a much wider range and richness and direct connection and potency with the heart and soul when we tap into our singing voice. And it's been so profound to just see this unfolding because I, I naturally had this happen and understood this, but over the course of 20 years of singing, and especially in the last 15 years or so where I started opening up to like devotional singing and in that devotional singing, it was all of a sudden I was like, oh, like I'm like blasting open this heart and this connection to source even more. And so then it's like even more just a channel of energy. And the more that I would get into that, then it was just 
life, sound and devotion, my heart space just moving through me. And then it was like my voice would just express through this channels. But I had to understand and cultivate where and what how I was singing. And so if I wanted to sing softly, it would be easy to go to the head or go to the throat. And if I wanted to sing a little more fullness, I'd go to the chest or the, even the navel. If I really wanted to give that ump, I would give it go down the navel. But that I had to train. And one of the ways I trained, particularly with the navel, because most people don't have access to the navel voice, is that I was in a gospel choir. And I did a gospel choir class at the University of Oregon for 10 weeks. And we had to belt it, you know, every, you know, three times a week, we were coming together and Lord, Lord, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Lord, I love you. <laughs> There's that soul in there. Yes. <laughs> you know, and it was like, all of a sudden, what I realized by tapping into that navel voice is it enriched all my other voices like all of a sudden my chest and my throat and my head voice you know even if I was singing softer I had tapped into my singing voice so profoundly and anchored there that even my soft sweet voice and I, I actually show this with students I'm like here's my singing voice hey my head hey and if I'm talking and I always go there hey hey it's a little more nasally typically it's more nasally and um you know and you get stuck it's very hard to get past the throat then you switch switching to the singing voice big difference from that talking voice to the singing voice and it's like wow and this is just all came through like last two months teaching people wow wow i love so many metaphors here. There's so much juice. And I, I love that you are stepping into teaching more because the way that you just explained all of those, you know, how to access and how to get out of what we think our voices, there's something here about what it's like to sing from the singing voice. And it can be very unknown that space because we are so used to, and for people who are new to singing, we're used to hearing our voice a certain way when we're speaking, we're used to hearing it, you know, it, it, the muscle is developed when we are speaking in the same tonality, in the same way, day after day, years after years. And so when we start to connect with that singing voice, whoa, there's a whole new world. You said it, there's a whole new space and how uncomfortable that can be for some people. And I'm curious, like from your own experience and for those people that you are supporting and they're singing, like what is that bridge from speaking a lot and then moving into that singing space and that breath of, of expansion that can happen? Yeah. So this is definitely what I've been noticing is the switch from the Speaking singing voice to the singing singing voice is one where you start to notice where you're singing from and how you're singing, right? And then typically people feel like, oh my God, like they can hear and experience like a much more full and rich sound. And for some, it can be like kind of weird because like even yesterday I was talking with a student, he was like, 
God, it's a different voice. And it's like, it's, you know, at first I was kind of resistant to that because I was like, that's not really my voice. And I was like, but it is your voice. It's your singing voice. And the more you step into that, the more confident you will be about that. And so, yeah, there is this like confidence that you have to kind of step into and different muscles and different places where you're seeing from different ways of opening up that navel and the chest. Like I, it's so I'm, I'm continually learning how to convey this to people where they basically, you know, like you have to open up this chestal space and the navel space. And one of the things I have people do is like, put your hands on your belly and like sing from there, like really just try to keep your focus there or I'll even have their hands go like up and be like, and just like visualizing where you're singing from is going down and down and down and down so that you can anchor in there. And so that you just keep becoming more aware of that. Because if not, you're first of all, most people don't even think where they're singing from. And then to have that awareness then expands upon that. And of course, now I'm at a place where I'm not thinking, oh, I'm going to sing from my navel voice or whatever, or my chest. But I've already kind of trained myself to understand where that voice is and how to access it. But that takes practice. Absolutely. It takes practice and it takes awareness. Mm-hmm. And then it takes the confidence. And I think really the confidence only comes with practice and listening to yourself, recording yourself, listening back and having the differentiation of realizing, oh, my voice sounds actually much richer and full and heartfelt than it does if I just use my talking voice and start to sing, right? And then, and that, and and a whole nother level of impact, of course, is especially if you are a devotional singer, it's like all of a sudden your singing has the impact of the full capacity of your heart and the full channeling of the divine expression through your voice and through your whole central channel. And then all of a sudden, boom, people have the impact. All of a sudden, boom, it's like, whoa, I don't know what's going on, but that person, when they sing like that, it moves me. It gives me goosebumps. It just, it makes me cry. You know, it just brings me to ecstasy. It liberates. It's, it's liberates because you are liberated. You have this freedom of expression. You've unleashed your voice. And then as, and other people are like, wow, how did you do that? And whether that's a dancer or a poet or, you know, whatever, that's like the beauty of artistic expression that as we cultivate this and we, you know, tune into our divine capacities and then we express it in a way that, you know, obviously, hopefully that we've cultivated in a way that's, you know, humble, and it's just a divine offering back to source. And that's what moves people. They're just like, wow, amazing, unleashed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Gee, like, just hearing you speak about that, and, and what's possible. I'm having like I'm having a reaction. I'm having an emotional experience just hearing you talk about how like the fullness of when we, you know, from all parts of ourselves and and the heart gets to be in that reciprocation of the divine love and and I think another thing that is really important that you mentioned, oh, there's there's so many things. That first piece being awareness 
And how often when we have that awareness and things feel weird, like if it feels weird, you're doing it right. Right. <laughs> like it's a, that is your singing voice. That is your singing experience. Right. And like, what a metaphor that is for being on the spiritual path. And, and when things feel a little awkward and like, oh, this is a new space that I'm inhabiting. Wow. There's so much metaphor with how the voice shows up in our, in our spiritual connection and, and space. And then the other piece that I heard you say was like practice, practice breeds that confidence, like, you know, in order for you to transmit and be the channel that you are as conduit through music, it takes practice. It takes that repetition to automatically transition without bringing your mind into it. Am I doing my head voice? Am I singing from my throat? Am I singing from my navel? The muscles are there and you get to then relax into what kind of divine love wants to flow through me right now. Yeah. And, and that process is such an evolution. I mean, if I really look back at my evolution, it was like high school was yeah, a punk tell rock. Us, tell us your, <laughs> tell us all about it. <laughs> High school punk rock band, you know, <laughs> a lot of head and neck yeah. voice, not probably that much heart. <laughs> <laughs> and then college was a little more like full, like I had a band in college and, um, and that was more like a rock alternative singer songwriter, but we did everything reggae. Um, it was really fun really, really fun. And, and I think I was still not was probably dropping more and more into my chest voice, but the gospel class at college, that's when it dropped me more into my navel. And also I was like, Oh, wow. I have like so much more access to my voice and so much more fullness to my voice. But then it was interesting because then I started, I had my awake, I started having my awakening at the university. I was doing Kundalini yoga and I started getting into chanting, like mantra chanting in Kirtan, you know, and and all of a sudden it was like, oh, my gosh. But like the the mantras, you know, felt so like sacred and especially in that tradition, it's like a really like sweet. They call it the bhav, the mood, the mood of like, how are you going to sing these beautiful mantras? Like, what kind of space do you want to be in? What do you want to invoke? Because now it's a whole different thing. It's like it's not about breakups or, you know protest songs or whatever you want to, you know, or just your day-to-day stuff. Now all of a sudden it's like, no, these, this is now the time to sing to the divine. This is like singing to your beloved. This is, this is invoking peace. This is invoking serenity. This is invoking healing and connection to spirit and connection to our hearts. And all of a sudden it's like, how do you want to invoke that? Like what mood do you want? You want to like rock out super hard or you want to be really soft and sweet. And, and the reality is, all of it is welcome because spirit's going to embrace all of it. If you're coming from your heart, if it's authentic to you. And so, you know, naturally when I first started, it was just like, I wanted to do it more soft and sweet. And so it was mostly head and neck voice, but then I got together with Jaya Lakshmi and then we started, you know, more of like a performance and we were touring around. We were even doing like our electronic music and it had to be like full power. Like it was like, there's a lot of sound. And also I'm like having again to tap back into that navel voice and I have to project or else I just, it sounds sissy. You can't have a like a little head and neck voice when you got, you know, full on kick and bass going on. And it's like, you got to sound full. Mm. It doesn't sound right. 
And so I realized, I'm like, oh my God, I got to drop back into the navel voice and have the power. And same thing, if we're like at a concert, a festival, and it's really rocking out, it's like, if you want the fullness, even through it's your devotional expression, you want the fullness of your navel voice. You know, it's not Shiva, 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 Shambhu. Shiva, 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 Shambhu. Mahadeva Shambhu. Mahadeva Shambhu. You know, you want the fullness and you want the sweetness and you want everything in between and you want to have access to that. And the more you have access to that, the more you're freed up, you are unleashed because you can express yourself in all these different ways you can dance in such a sweet sensual way and you can also dance just the full expression of like a flamenco dancer or something you know just fully expressed and fully embodied and however it is a belly dancer however the dance looks ballet <clears throat> different moods the different bobs for the expression and i think when we talk about the unleashing of the voice especially when we're talking about in this mood of devotion in the heart, because ultimately to unleash the voice is to just connect ever more deeply present with your heart and soul. I mean, there's, there's no other way around it. I mean, that's the voice and the soul are just intricately connected. And so of course it's a spiritual practice. It's a spiritual liberation. And that means you're going to come up against your blocks. You're going to come up against your insecurities. You're going to come up against your fears. I'm like, Oh my God, I'm really expressing myself. I'm really fully expressing myself. And not only that, ah, it's like, it's revealing like the deepest parts of me. Like it's so vulnerable. You know, I, that was what happened for me. Like when I started sharing my devotional music. I'm like, you mean you want me? I'm like, I'm going to share my most intimate moments with God to like the world. You know, what if people like, I don't like that song. That devotional song kind of sucks, by the way. It's like, ouch. <laughs> and as a devotional musician, you kind of are doing that all the time. Like I've got all these albums that I've recorded over the years and I perform live and and I'm aware of which songs are more popular. I'm aware of which songs are more well-received. And so here I am, like I've got my, all my babies, my all my devotional babies, and knowing that some are just going to be more received and more well-loved than others. And I just kind of have to surrender to that. You know, there's many songs I'm like, God, I wonder why that one didn't get more popular or whatever, why that one wasn't received more than the other ones. And that's just part of the the surrendering of of life and yeah, taking that that leap of faith and journey to offer your heart and soul and knowing that sometimes and some things that you offer are just not going to be that well received. And then others are. And and that's just part of the great mystery, really. Goodness. Yeah. Thank you for speaking to that. Mm -hmm. um, because it's all a part of it. It's just a part of it. And I think for some people who are who may be listening. You know, you, you look at, look at you, you know, look at all the albums that you put out there, look at all of the songs and the way that you sing and the way that you live your life performing. And, yeah. and it can be so misleading to think that, you know, it just happens and, and, and he's confident all the time and, <laughs> you know, and that like, yeah, there, there isn't that, that moment of like surrender and non-attachment to here are my babies. Here's my heart. Here it is for the world to see, to hear, to feel, and I release it. 
you know, know. one more piece I'll add to that is like I'm releasing an album right now, currently, you know. <laughs> and this happened too. The last time I released a solo album, this is a solo album for me. And and it's like I literally have had two of the most chaotic months of my life right now as I'm releasing this album. And I've released albums galore, you know, like I this is probably like the 17th album in like 12 years. Like and so you think at this point, I'd be like, I like just, it's just a pumping out thing. It's just so easy. But there's something particular about this solo album and it's like a, a next leveling up. And it's just like, God, there's just chaos happening. And I'm still having to stay confident and like put it out there and be like, hey, I got music coming out, you know, come check this out. And when I'm not doing this, I got to process a bit. There's some things going on for me. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Vocal Sanctuary Podcast. If you like what you're hearing, say so. We love hearing from you. Please comment, share, and subscribe. And to learn more about ongoing vocal programs with me, visit thevocalsanctuary.com. Thank you.